Thank you so much for joining me on 10 Minute Tuesdays. If you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe. I have my special friend guest on here, Phoenix J. Phoenix, what's going on? Hello, having a good time. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm good. Thank you so much for joining on 10 Minute Tuesday, uh, episode 22. Um, so let's go ahead and hop into this. We've done this before. So Phoenix, go ahead and introduce yourself. All right. Uh, hi, I'm Phoenix J. I'm an analytics engineer and I work at K-Health. Um, and I'm a speaker, also a thought leader, member of some boards and leader of some professional development programs. Fantastic. So full play, you know, constantly doing a lot of things and, and always on the grind, it sounds like. Um, but before that, you know, before you had all these different titles and different things that you're doing, at one point you had to actually get into data. So what compelled you to actually get into data to begin with? Uh, for me, it was definitely the story of there has to be a better way, wanting to automate things, wanting to collect better data. Um, and I went for uh, my master's program first. I started back in life finance operations, then went for a degree. And then uh, as I started to see more and more ways that we could collect data, uh, it started with Microsoft Access Database. <laughs> it wasn't all that like automated, but uh, as I started to upskill, that's how I wanted to learn uh, more. That's, that's fantastic. I think I've I've seen a lot of people and talked to a lot of people who are like, you know, there has to be a better way to do some of this stuff. Like there has to be a more efficient process and you kind of just upskill and pick up stuff as you, you know, get into that thought process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I found uh, there's a tool called DBT. I wanted to really get my hands on it. I was really impressed. I joined their community Slack and they're so welcoming and warm, but also just so ready to help analysts like upskill and kind of work with this tool to help uh, automate the flow of SQL, of transformations. It was wild. Wow, that's awesome, awesome. The community is such a big deal. Um, so that's that's cool that the Slack channel is there. All right, so thinking about you know your journey, where you're at, again, thought leader, analytics uh, engineer, you know, just a lot of different things. Um, but before that, you had to get a start. So what's been your least favorite job to date? Ooh, well, I kind of mentioned that start with Microsoft Access Database. Uh, Working with that was was pretty tough. There were some late nights just waiting for things to run sometimes, just things weren't as optimal. Um, but that's where I really learned the basics of joins. It's where I learned uh, entity relationship diagrams. So um, even though it wasn't ideal, uh, it gave me a really smooth runway into SQL, which then was its own runway into uh, transformations in all kinds of different ways. That's fantastic. It's it's crazy how, you know, some of the stress factors that we have early on in our career are really foundational um, as we progress into where we're going. So with that, uh, so because of that, there's different things, different opportunities, and we help, we all haven't figured it out in our career path at all. Um, what would you figure, what would you say is your biggest failure failure quotation marks to date? And what did you really learn from that experience? Uh, failures. Um there's definitely been a few failures around just not speaking up for myself. And sometimes there are times that I definitely knew what to say and uh, I didn't speak up for myself. I didn't advocate for um, myself and my needs. And I kind of watched uh, my career kind of go in directions that I wasn't quite ready for it to go. The moment that I started speaking up, the moment that I wanted to 
uh, demonstrate that I knew something and to, to really advocate for my needs is when I really took control of my career. Uh, I also started feeling more authentic in my life, in my workplace, started connecting uh, in ways that um, really fed me and also helped support the companies that I worked for. Um, and I would also say it fed into each other. The more that I found community, the more that I felt comfortable at work. Well, what would you say is your, you know, in that journey of speaking up for yourself was like your aha moment, that moment you was like, you know what, I'm going to start speaking up more or I'm going to start, you know, controlling uh, a little bit more, my career a little bit more. I had, um, there is some like workplace things that were going on that weren't so great. And I was fearful of any type of retaliation that was going to happen. Um, but there was an aha moment when, um, rather than thinking like, what happens if I say something, I started thinking about what happens if I don't say anything. And that was scarier. And that's when I really learned that I had to speak up for myself and speak up for others too. Uh, sometimes it's easier to speak up for others. Um, but that taught me how to better speak up for myself. Oh, that's, that's fantastic. That's fantastic. I think we, as we progress and become more vocal and kind of more in a community, there's those moments where we're like, all right, I need to speak up. And I think we all have that starting point of, you know, I really need to like say this. And I don't want someone to control my career or I don't want someone to control how I'm thinking. Um, and, and it all stems from something. I, I still remember my aha moment where I, like I was passed up on a promotion and I was ticked. Like I was absolutely ticked because I was technically really strong. Uh, but for whatever reason, I didn't get it. So from then on, I was like, you know what? I'm going to be really technically strong, but also I'm going to speak my mind and just be myself. And it is what it is after that. Precisely. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. All right. So <laughs> what is one piece of advice you'd give someone who's just starting out in their career? Mm, let's see. If you're just starting out, um, it would be that it's never too early to mentor someone else. It's never too early to start speaking about your experience, blogging about it, writing comments, whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, uh, making your voice known. Um, that's one of the things that I think a lot of people when just starting out, you're, I, I know that I felt afraid that like maybe I didn't know enough to pass on my thoughts to someone else. As I started to see that, uh, for example, seniors in the data field, especially the rate at the, the way that data moves, like by the time like I was coming in new, someone else who was more senior was so excited to hear about my journey. And the next cohort of incoming professionals hearing about my journey wanted to hear that too. So yeah, it's never too early to start sharing your story. I love that. I love that a lot because I think we definitely in this, in this industry, we're like, man, you know, I, I don't know, or I'm just starting out and I'm not really comfortable with what's going on. And there's so many people that want the input um, from a variety of people. Cause I think we naturally are developers. So we, we, take pieces from a lot of different people and kind of make it our own depending on the use case. So that's, that's amazing advice. Exactly. You just, you know, it's kind of like the stack overflow, but sometimes more from the social side, yeah. it's like, yeah, you, how are things moving? How do I get from here to there? And like, yeah, there's the chat GPT and LLMs that will like aggregate some of that, but it's really helpful to also just hear like one experience at a time. 
Yeah, and I think that gives you more of a human element to it as well, um, and a little bit of a realness to where like you can. I think if you interact with enough people, like you can tell some of the journey that they had and some of the passion and and some of the mistakes, like they're being authentic when they articulate themselves. That's such a good point. I think I was just looking at something where like the generate generative LLMs, well, they create these like beautiful prose. Sometimes we want to see like the human in it and you can kind of, you start to lose that. So yeah, yeah definitely sharing the human part is really, really important. Fantastic. All right. So tell me about the most influential people in your life and how they made an impact on you. Ooh, only three, huh? Um, that's, nah, that's I, you know, I never say three. I just say the most influential people and how they made an impact. Everybody assumes I say three. I just say the most influential. It could be 10 or it could be one. <laughs> that, might, that might be a human thing. Humans are constantly thinking. Yeah, of yeah. <laughs> um, at the top of my list, there's uh, Anthony Culver. Um, he's someone who I met through a professional development or, uh, organization called DevColor. Um, and when I made the switch from Microsoft Access, right, that thing that was my least favorite, and then I move over to, um, okay, I want to learn SQL and I want to get like all the ins and outs of it. Like he was there in terms of influencing my data career. Like he was the one that was there. Um, and, um, so he's definitely who I reach out to when I meet a mentor. Um, there's also Chanel Power. Um, uh, she's a developer that um, just kind of like the yin to my yang. I've worked with her for a few different projects and I can be the structure and she can just be like the charisma. And we just like when we work together, like everything gets done on time. Get like, yeah, she just gets it. Um, just the energy is so fire. Her Mentor Me Collective is just like uh, a fantastic place to be, to learn, to grow in, in community. Um, let's see, another influential, um, another amazing uh, woman of color in tech, Ali Chahe. She leads the um, baddies in tech. And I actually recently just went with her, uh, it's a woman of color in tech community group. And uh, we, a bunch of us went to Render in Atlanta. Highly recommend that conference. Uh, conference for the culture, just um, amazing to be there with such an amazing group of women, uh, helping others find community. Um, and Ali, like, as the founder of Baddies in Tech, uh, yeah, she's someone who uh, thanks to her, I've been able to really grow in community and to really just like thrive. Yeah. And really just like own it and own like being who I am authentically. So I'd say those are the three for now that I can think of. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. I, I love that so much. Um, mentors, like they play such a big role in the journey. Like I think they're so necessary um, to, to, you know, whether it's career or just like emotional or whatever it is, right? There's someone who's gone through it that you can kind of lean on in those moments of like difficulty. Um, and I, I think it's amazing that, you know, you have a mentor and then the conference, like I'm in a building next year. I saw some people on LinkedIn at this conference. So like I'm there next year. I don't know what I'm going to do, but somehow I'm going to figure it out. <laughs> um, so awesome. Yeah. 
Great, great. All right, Phoenix. So where can listeners find you at online? Online these days, I'm mostly on LinkedIn. Um, yep, the name that you see there, including the middle name is how to find me. Um, and I look forward to chatting. Awesome, awesome. We all heard her. Uh, she's on LinkedIn. Holler at her, at her and everything. And thank you so much for doing this interview. This was great. Thanks for taking time out of your day. And thank you all for watching. Oh, yeah, no problem. And thank you all for watching 10 Minute Tuesdays. Uh, if you, Like I said in the beginning, if you haven't already, please like, share, and subscribe. And we will talk to you all next week. You all have a great day.